um, this brief clip from it's on Trump's gun control meeting was good TV, bad policy. This was by Dana Loge. I'm not even saying it was good TV. That was what she said. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to this real quick. Police officer gets out and looks at me and says, sir, do you have a gun in your car? So this is a guy, this is a guy that was arrested for having a gun and it's, it's us, us concealed carry.net. It's an actual commercial i'm really surprised they're even letting them run these kinds of commercials on uh tv but it's a commercial for that so it's something to think about you're now dana lash nra spokesperson dana good to see you tonight um i know that this whole conversation was taking place when you were on the air this afternoon on on your radio show um and that you listened to it very closely uh no doubt what did you i'm curious what you thought about the whole tone of what this discussion seemed to be centered on Right. And, and Martha, again, thank you so much for talking about this issue. I thought it made for really good TV, but I thought some of what was discussed is going to make for really bad policy that is not going to protect our kids. Now, you heard the president, Martha, say that NRA leadership met with him on Sunday. And on behalf of members, there are two things that were stressed to the president. For, the first one is that we absolutely have to harden our schools and we have to protect our kids. There are millions of NRA members and we're parents, too. See, I don't believe that i don't believe that we have to harden our schools protecting our kids is one thing yeah all you have to do is get the retired veterans and there's millions of them that would be glad to come in and act as security or and or arm some of the teachers that want to be armed and or the staff that want to be armed and then post in front of all the schools that this school will be protected with lethal force if you, you know, essentially those types of signs that will be warning and guarantee. But see, here's the thing. That's if we believe the narrative that all these school shootings are taking place with from just random white guys going in there shooting up schools that are, you know, on heavy meds and all this other stuff. I'm not saying that that didn't play any part in any of the school shootings, okay? Wind up MK Ultra mind control slaves that actually did go in there and do it. I'm not saying that never happened. Uh, but the vast majority, and increasingly, it's not that scenario. It's that they're being blamed. They're being used as patsies every single time, just like we're proving now. So, I mean, it's all this is all based on a false narrative. This whole hardening of the schools and this and that. It's not going to fix anything. Not when, not when the government's stacking the deck and arranging all this stuff to happen. They're just going, well, look, we harden the schools and it's still happening. we got to take away more guns. It's just every, it's just their satanic solution over and over, incrementalism, in order to fully get us disarmed. I have kids in school, and so this is an issue that I desperately want to see resolved, which is why we're pushing for action on this as well. The second thing that was stressed to the president is that we also must respect and protect the rights of law-abiding Americans all across the country who right now are being punished for the failures of government. Martha, it wasn't millions of, 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 of gun owners who were missing the 45 calls to the Broward Sheriff's Office, and it wasn't us who were missing the two FBI tips, and it's not innocent law-abiding Americans all across the country who have for decades ignored the mental health crisis in this country. That was the political class. And the same political class right now is coming and telling telling all of these innocent Americans that we are the ones who have to pay for their failures. Exactly. And we stressed that to the president. We said, look, I mean, this is, you, you can't restrict the rights of law-abiding Americans. Understood. And I want to be really clear what we're talking about here. 
We're talking about punishing innocent Americans and stripping from them constitutional rights let, without let me ask due you, process it, because and there making was, them pay for what the political class has I, done, I couldn't Martha. agree with you more that, the, that there needs to be a lot of focus on the errors at the FBI and at law enforcement. It is unbelievable what slipped through these people's Please. fingers. And they need to be held accountable. All this by is, design. To me, the scariest part of, of what happened there. Um, but in it terms is. of the issue... You know, for instance, the 21 issue. Why is it, a, why is it, it does right. the NRA seem fine with not being able to get a handgun until 21, but, they, but you're not in favor of not being able to get a long gun until 21? And it's interesting, just tonight, Walmart uh, came out and made a statement. They said that they will no longer sell guns or ammunition to anyone under the age of 21. Right. That's the scary thing uh, because it, it's not. This isn't actually going to solve the, the people who are going to who are going to be affected by this law, Martha. It's not the 19-year-old gangbanger in Chicago, and it is not the people who are mentally been found mentally unfit and dangerous. I have literally seen videos where the blacks admitted to this that they will like they'll be in like the worst part of Chicago, and they'll go out into an alleyway and there'll be a cardboard box full. Of all kind of handguns and rifles and stuff, they will literally drop them off in these the worst parts of Chicago where they have the highest crime rates, the supposedly a gun-free zone, and there'll be all kind of guns there. And I'm assuming ammos are in there or they can get the ammo. And it's literally that bad where some wicked factions of our government is going in there and doing this. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case, but I'm saying I have heard that before. I mean, everything that we're told is a lie. The, the whole thing about gun-free zones, that's that, like, there's some utopia. Those are the worst, most hellhole-type places. That's where you're going to have the highest murder rates. And yet, they keep acting like that's the solution to all of this. Less guns, more gun-free zones, more disarmament. And, and again, when you have that scenario, you're only going to have the criminals and the criminal government with the guns. Now, I'm not saying the all the cops in Chicago are criminals, but it's going to breed that type of environment when you have law-abiding citizens disarmed. ...themselves and others. The people who are going to be affected by this are people like I was when I was 20 years old and I lived on my own. It would deprive me of any right of, any any method of defending myself. The people that it's going to affect are the 19-year-old law-abiding American who just wants to go and deer hunt or the person who maybe wants to do a three-gun competition with hopes of competing someday. Those are the people that it's going to affect. Future servicemen and women or current servicemen and women, when they go and they enlist, it's going to affect their ability to protect themselves at home as well. Making people wait doesn't solve psychosis. And once again, we're punishing law-abiding Americans, stripping from them a right without due process. So you and believe them that, the that there's a, there needs to be enough in place, I understand, for, before, the, there has to be enough in place to be able to stop this young shooter uh, in Florida from getting a gun right. that is not connected to his age, because clearly he was on the radar of law enforcement, and clearly he had mental health problems. He was the first he to was. admit it. And there was an article that came out in the Miami Herald as well, Martha, that discussed, it was talking to Florida prosecutors, and I brought this up at the town hall. There's a Florida law that would have actually allowed law enforcement to arrest this individual and charge him with a felony because he was sending written electronic death threats to classmates. Absolutely. That's a violation of Florida law, and under that law, they could have actually arrested him. They could have looked yeah, at this. Right they weren't going to arrest him. He was, he was a patsy from the beginning. They were salivating 
they were like, keep it up, keep it up. This is all going to be fodder for when this all comes out and we frame you and we make sure you're on the school grounds. We're going to make sure all this stuff comes out then and then we're just going to say we dropped the ball, you know, our bad, okay? But, you know, obviously this kid is the one that did it because look at all of this history. Dana, I, I, I want to squeeze in one more question for you because the president talked about this. I'm sorry. And, and the, the president mm -hmm. talked about due process today and he said you have to take away right. the firearms first and then go to court when you have a question about whether or not the person who has that gun should really have it in terms of their mental stability. Do you, what, quick thought on that before we go. Well, the NRA is, is going to, first off, action and push for action on protecting children. But the NRA is also going to protect due process for innocent Americans. And that is an approach that we are going to hold to. Due process must be respected. And we stress this to the president at the lunch on Sunday. It is a foundational principle of this country. Due process must be protected and it must be respected in terms of going around any solutions. So and let there me are ask tons you, because there were definitely some differences we that, that came. We have Eagle, Eddie Eagle programs, so many, Martha. And I want people, by the way, can I really quickly tell people to check at nraschoolshield.com. Our resources are at their disposal. All right. You got a lot of differences with the president. Some similarities, some things you have a lot in common. Do you think that, that you're going to be able to work this out with we are, we are in lockstep. Martha, we are in lockstep with the president on protecting children. We right. are in total agreement with him I on that. I hope we not. want to respect due process. I Thank hope they're you. not. I mean, I think this was uh, this was February 28th. He hadn't, he hadn't come out with his most current remarks yet. So, to be fair to her, because I think she's gold okay uh to be fair to her the president hadn't come out and went nut crazy psychopath <laughs> turned a democrat overnight or whatever like he just did so um this was before that all happened and and that's why she's saying that so anyway okay so keep in mind uh, this bill that, that and, it, and here's a link to that bill the 19 the uh, HR 5087 where they're going to try to take all the guns uh, I'm not saying it's going to get through but this is what they're trying for keep in mind this bill was written by Democrats and has not yet been passed or signed into law yet as we see if they had their way they'd be coming for almost everything as they push us further and further towards socialism and tyranny next report now, I should be stopping, but I've only got a little bit left, and we're way over two hours in this part. What's going on is, um, it's been going on for five and a half years. I had a long-term friend that was in FEMA. In fact, I used to be a Maricopa County first responder on my... Okay, this is Dave Hodges talking to Lisa Haven, and I thought this was interesting. And this took place a long time ago, but listen to what he's saying here. Campus where I taught. And they ask for volunteers. They go, you'll get the drugs first. Your family will be taken care of. And I thought, okay, I get to help people and I might be saved. And so uh, it was all about domestic terrorism. And then FEMA came in and took it over. And there was a gentleman in this group. And he and I used to hang out together and play basketball and drink beer and all kinds of fun stuff. And and uh, he was in FEMA. And um, I knew his family very well. And one day he shows up to where I'm coaching college basketball with his wife. And they're waiting for me to come off the floor. And we went into the office and we talked until 1 o'clock in the morning. He was bugging out. And I go, you got to be kidding. And he had kids that were really good athletes. And this was disruptive to their recruitment to be a college athlete. And I said, I can't believe you're doing this. And I said, what's, what's going on? He said, there's a rising tide of populism in America. And he said, the people that really run this country are going to stop it and put it down. And his specialty was counter-bioterrorism. And he said... I know for a fact that they're going to unleash horrible 
biological and chemical weapons upon the people if they don't get this stuff. Okay, so this was when he was saying, this was years ago, when this guy bugged out and said there's a rise of populism in America and they're going to put this down. Like you put a like you put a animal down when you know they need to die or whatever. You put a rabid dog down. That's kind of the impression I get. And they're going to put this down through horrible biochemical or biological weapons, which again would very very much line up with my avian flu, which I always thought was the, was was the highest probability. Because see, with that scenario, they can still come out looking smelling like a rose at least they have a lot more likelihood if they come door to door and try to get the guns it's going to be nothing but an absolute nightmare for them and an absolute unmitigated bloodbath and not to say they wouldn't want that but i think that they would prefer that we willingly walk into the gas chambers like the jews did Oh, and I'm not de- denigrating the Jews. I'm saying they would want us to be of that mindset where we're willingly going to go along. And if you can s- convince people and con people into thinking that here's this biological thing, biopandemic, whatever it is, that is going to kill you, and we have the solution in the form of a vaccine, inevitably, that is obviously going to kill you and change your DNA and will be, you know, probably damn you to hell. I'm sorry, but that's probably what it's going to end up meaning because it's all about defiling our dna just like genesis 6 that was satan's plan then defile the dna of humanity he almost pulled it off save eight people on the ark i'm not saying every single person on the planet was defiled but all flesh had corrupted itself and there was only wickedness before god's eyes continually even the ones that maybe had purified genetics were just wicked as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. You take that vaccine, guaranteed, you're not going to want to pay the price for it. Uh, and, it and if it's anything like the 1918-1919 Spanish flu, the vaccine's what's actually going to kill you. It'll probably be a binary agent where they'll give you the vaccine, you won't die right away, but then you'll get hit with the chemtrails, or maybe a tertiary agent, maybe something in the water, and all three things will will kill you and that way it can't be blamed on the vaccine even though those that are vaccinated will be the ones that died but you thought it was the cure not only was it not a cure but it defiled your dna to the point where you weren't fully human anymore now i don't want to get into the whole oh well what does it do unsave you i'm not even going to get into that debate all I'm saying is I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. The whole vaccine agenda is all evil, every bit of it, every, one, every vaccine there is. Would it be possible to make good vaccines? Is that, is that potentially possible? I'm not saying it's not, but who's in charge of it? Satan, the medical pharma cartel. Who wants to kill you? So... Anyway, it was before Donald Trump. So he and like-minded people from FEMA and a couple from DHS had been working on a subterranean community that was totally self-supporting because they wanted to be out of harm's way when the proverbial poop hit the fan. That was five and a half years ago. And I wrote about it on the commonsenseshow.com. Well, Lisa, since that time, we obviously are reaching a fevered pitch where people are supporting Donald Trump and even middle-of-the-road people and conservative Democrats 
are supporting Donald Trump because they see the value he's bringing to the economy. Okay, now this is before, this was recorded on February 23rd. This is before he made this last, you know, foot-in-the-mouth, boneheaded series of statements. So bear that in mind. ...and to restoring America as a world power, and the globalists can't stand it. And so, therefore, they, I've been told by my sources that, Dave, you remember those articles you wrote about your friend bugging out and people liking? They said that's beginning to happen. They are preparing to unleash holy hell on this country, but not just this country. I, I hate that expression. Hell has nothing to do with holy, okay? Unholy hell, okay, I get it. I, I can't stand that. That's just a pet peeve. Sorry, I, I just don't like that expression at all. They're going to do it around the planet because they said this rising tide of populism is not just an American phenomenon. It's an international phenomenon and evidenced by things like Brexit. So now, that's kind of where we're at right now, Lisa. Now, what do you think they're so afraid of with populism? Well, the populism means that uh, we want nationalism. And nationalism has become a four-letter word to the globalists. And we want America first, make America great again, America on top of the world economically, higher standard of living, best education, lots of jobs. And this is not what the globalists want. They want to destroy America so they can install their new world order based on extreme socialism, extreme one-world economic control. And this is they can't stand what Trump is doing. They want people to – this is why they do the massive immigration around the planet – Let's send millions of Muslims to Europe. Why? To deculturize Europe. So they're less of a nation. This is why our borders were open. And here we have a president now really moving towards real immigration reform and possibly building a wall. Well, that's not what the globalists want. They want to deculturize America to help its demise. Absolutely. And and that's the thing. I did a report um, a couple days ago that that I shared clips of you know, all the former former presidents, obviously, uh, people from Congress talking about a new world order very openly. And in fact, the World Government Summit did a whole summation of their entire event in which they said that the conclusion of it is they want to reignite the flame in governments all across the world in order to get to the new world order. In order and they use the term new world order. Uh, and I know they like to change it up to international order, to global order. They, they always mix the names. But um, I was surprised that they actually said New World Order. And this is the whole summation of the entire, entire uh, yearly summit that they do for the World Government Summit. And that, uh, if you guys listen to my channel, you know exactly what I'm talking about and referencing. And I'll uh, even toss it up on the screen. But when this is the direction that we're headed, obviously nationalism, where you believe to put in your country first, and, and uh, populism, where you believe there are a group of people ruling from behind the scenes and really calling the shots, those are the enemies of uh, this new world order globalization that they're really headed into. And, and, I, and you know, I have to say there is so much attack against uh, the new world order, the globalists, and that mindset, it's really increasing that the attacks on, on people like us, like today we just woke up and half of our videos are unmonetized yet again. You, me, and, and multiple others, we got a mes message from our agent. He's like, yeah, great. <laughs> so these are battles that we deal with on a daily basis. This is why we use, you know, um, get the tea people or, you know, the... Uh, All these Christian ministries have agents and stuff. That's just weird. Food preparation people, so we can have that uh, as a backup. But 
there are so many things going on in the world and and you know it's a scary place and i think that the new world order that those globalist people could strike uh and do something in the very near future to stop it i, I think you're on to something for sure well they are going to leave us defenseless and that's what they want us and and if they can't you know there's there's two schools of thought here lisa are they going to uh, invoke uh, uh, CBN attacks, chemical, biological, nuclear, or are they going to bring us into World War III and destroy nationalism that way by devastating the planet? I think. What if they do it all at once, like I've been saying for a long time? What if they collapse the economy, come after the guns, and that maybe that's the pretext to coming after the guns, uh, and pandemic, and you have collapsing the economy and pandemic, then you have the excuse to come after the guns because you're going to have martial law, civil unrest. So if you did it all at once, you'd have maximum shock and awe, which is one of their tenets. You'd have maximum Hegelian dialectic, problem, reaction, solution. You would have maximum order out of chaos, which is the motto of the 33rd degree Freemason. You'd have it all one wrapped up in one nice big satanic package. Answer is both. I think it's a two-step process as I see it. And I talked to someone in the FBI yesterday, and this person felt exactly as I do. They feel that the domestic terror to be unleashed, it's going to be of a false flag quality. And of course, we'll blame North Korea and or China, and that'll be the pre uh, uh, that'll be the the basically the shot heard around the world that'll lead to World War Three. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Tensions are rising with North Korea. Tensions are rising with China. We had warnings from Christopher Wray the other day talking about China. And China China worries me, too, because they want to be the leader of the New World currency. And they've made that very publicly clear. And here we have Christopher Wray saying we need to worry about China. We have tensions rising with North Korea. Talk of even a preemptive strike. Uh, North Korea to Japan, not to America, but to Japan. But that would still set off uh, some, that would that could spark and set off a world war. Uh, when you're messing with an American ally, ergo specifically Japan, we've got some issues. So lots of things to think about. Are there any concluding thoughts uh, that you want to share on that, and then also share your website, your link information, and your YouTube channel so people can check that out. Well, I think what I'd like to leave people with is the fact that we need to popularize these kinds of interviews. Um, I've talked to two people inside government service. Both were concerned in the way that I expressed it. I just gave my personal information as a matter of context today about my connection with FEMA. So I know that, that people... On the I do think this is coming. Not everybody who works for the government is a member of the deep state. Most of them right. are very loyal to America. It's just there's enough of them out there that they could bring this country down. The one thing I would say to people is do not believe when the attack comes that it is from North Korea or Russia or China. Know what it is. It's a false flag, just like the Florida shooting was a false flag. And we need to share videos like this among people so we build the awareness so we don't fall for their psyops games and take ourselves down the path into a war that will kill billions of people. Okay, so, yeah, solid solid advice there. Uh, just another viewpoint, and anything that you're hearing from the lamestream media, just assume it's a total lie. Last video, finally, and I am so far over time on this. I'm at 2.17, on the, 2 hours and 17 minutes just on this last part. Four. I've been going, by the time I get done, I'm going to be going for... Oh, six, eight, at least eight and a half hours. Now, 
I'm not saying the audios are going to be that long because I've taken a couple breaks, not very long ones, but between the breaks I've taken, I've been going about eight and a half hours straight. So praise the Lord for that. Um, okay, new executive order allows mass arrests of the deep state. Now, here is going to be the one video I put out today. Remember I, I talked about the whole thing about Donald Trump playing 3D chess and we don't understand, he's so far above us all and all this, okay. Well, let's assume that's true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have one voice that will kind of go over this saying that no, it's not what you kind of think, this is actually the real truth. And I hope they're right. But the reason I'm putting this out is if this scenario, Lord willing, happens, I don't want it to be like all you ever heard from me was one side and that I was running around like Chicken Little and it wasn't even that ever at all. I want to at least have another side of this just in case it does happen. And I hope this scenario does happen, obviously. A new executive order clears path to arrest elites using civilian forces. We could not do the story, of course. Okay, so this is an executive order that was just passed. This was issued on March 1st of this year, so a few days ago. An executive order, uh, 12473, of, um, it's, it's the amended version of an executive order from April 13th, 1984. Okay, um... By the, authority, by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including Chapter 47 of Title 10, United States Code, Uniform Military Justice Code 10, USC 801-946, in order to prescribe amendments to the manual for courts, court-martials, the United States prescribed by executive order 12473 of April 13, 1984, as amended, it hereby as follows. And I'm not going to get into how it's followed, but it amends the manual for the court-martialing procedure in America. Now, if Trump really was, let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. If Trump really was playing 3D chess and purely doing this stuff to bait the Democrats into, into, into it, trying to introduce the most insane bill, and he says he'll back it, knowing full well that it won't pass Congress or whatever, Let's, let's say he really is doing that, okay? This would be, and he was trying to get this Gitmo all, all uh, gussied up and, and ready for these 13,000 people or however many people they're going to bring in from the deep state and put them in prison. Now, this is fanciful thinking, okay? I'm not saying I buy into this. I'm saying, though, it is a scenario that I have heard on multiple occasions that I haven't said a whole lot about because I'm more of a I believe it when I see it kind of guy. I'm more of the mindset of I believe now because of what Trump has come out of Trump's mouth that is easily verifiable that wasn't a slip of the tongue that he repeated over and over and over again in different and various and sundry ways on this supposed these meetings that he had where he's totally acting like he's in lockstep with the Democrats now. I'm more inclined to believe that because that is something verifiable and coming out of his mouth. I hope this is the case. And I want to at least give my listeners um, this scenario so that if it does happen, that you have at least heard it from me. 
on some level, way, shape, or form. Maybe something to also pray about. Without virtual shield, you've seen what happens when we don't have virtual shield. The, the whole computer string, screen goes cattywampus, nutcases. Words start getting added, stories start disappearing. Um, even with virtual shield, there's a few problems, but they're almost all gone. 2,000 amendments to the Manual for Court Marshals of the United States. This was signed a few days ago. Three days ago to be in... 2,000 amendments. So why would Trump pick this time to do this? Could the whole thing about what he told the Democrats the other day, knowing that the Democrats... And I'm, now I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm, I'm, I'm playing like I'm on Trump's side. Could it be that he did all of this and said all this to the Democrats and, and got them so thinking, oh, he's our buddy now, he loves us now, he's got Dianne Feinstein just so happy and joyful and gleeful and, and ready to sacrifice to Lucifer because she's so, so happy. Um, could that be a way to stall for more time because they think, oh, he's on our side, okay, we're good now. We're good. Okay, we, we've got, now we can kind of breathe a sigh of relief. Maybe we can take this a little bit slower. Because obviously, he's on our side. Obviously, maybe all these rumors we've heard about this Gitmo thing and about these 13,000 sealed indictments and about how they're going to be coming after us, it probably isn't even true. Because, you know, maybe they, they've got the goods on him and they're telling him, okay, well, if you don't play ball, we're going to come out with this. And maybe this is his way of buying time. Maybe he has been caught in a really, really bad sexual uh, thing where he's had affairs with multiple women in the White House. That's what I've heard. It's what I'm hearing. And maybe he really is in a compromised position and this is the only way he could think of to buy time. Knowing, yes, it's going to alienate my base, but at least it's going to buy him the time where we can introduce the sealed indictments and get these people to give them. Now, I'm not saying I believe that. So please don't email me saying, you got to be out of your mind. I'm telling you, I've been hearing this for months. This is not the first video I've heard about this. I haven't really, I've put very little out about this. Yes, I've mentioned the indictments before, but I've, very, I've put out very little about this because, you know, again, I'll believe it when I see it, and, but I at least want my listeners to be aware of it. In fact, um, allowing civilians to participate with the military and arresting and prosecuting civilians for treason. The key to this executive order is found in section 12 down here. We go down to section 12 where it mentions Homeland Security, the Attorney General, Federal Criminal Law. Okay, what that means is it clearly allows both Homeland Security and the Attorney General's office to participate. This video just came out today, or yesterday, now it's, it's 2.26 a.m., but it came out on the 4th. Okay, so it came out on Sunday. Donald Trump signed it. This is legit. Okay, so when I saw this, I said, well, let's put this in. Okay. Participate in, the, uh, in these arrests and trials. In other words, the FBI can be arrested by a civilian using military force. Further, and this is bizarre and blew my mind. Because here's know, the thing. I have heard just gonzo things are going to go on this month. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I know you've heard that probably a lot of times from even different sources or whatever. But I've heard this month is going to be insane. I don't know. We'll see. But that's what I've been, you know, March, April, May, 
crazy. Uh, as desperate as they are, and as insane as they're getting, and as in your face as they're getting, I could really assume no other thing. United States Code 311 clearly states that all able-bodied men aged 17 to 45 and women in the National Guard who are U.S. citizens or declare themselves as U.S. citizens are members of the militia. The militia of the United States. A well Remember that? A well-regulated regulated militia being necessary for the right. security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. The militia is all those who declare themselves as U.S. citizens between the age of 17 and 45 and are able-bodied. Wow, okay, so that's pretty amazing. And what is that? That's 10 U.S.C. Code uh, 311, U.S. Code, unannotated, unannotated title, number 10, armed forces, militia, comp composition, and classes. I mean, this is all straight from government documents, okay? So could he knowing the wicked evil corruption that we're facing be amending these executive orders and doing all this stuff uh, maybe getting ready to call upon the american population because he knows he's not going to have enough troops in order to get this monumental gigantic job done when they start these roundups i don't know i hope that's the case i really do and even at that point if they come out so yeah well he was sleeping with this People are going to, I mean, I'm not saying that's not important from a biblical view because it's very important, but people are going to be like, we don't care. I mean, if, let's say they came out with all these sealed indictments. Let's say they just poured it on. They, they were able to take over the news networks and get this information out there. All the illegal activity, all the stuff that Clintons have done and the Obamas and all that, all of anything that he's done up to this point is going to pale in comparison to all of their work, all the crimes. I mean, look at the Clinton body count by itself. And at that point, he can t he can come clean and say, "Listen, guys, I'm really sorry I said all that stuff about the about the whole um, uh, militia or not militia. All the stuff I said to Diane Feinstein. And how I'm going to take your guys? I didn't mean any of it. I was purely doing it to buy time. Now, listen, I am wildly speculating here. I'd be the first to admit it. I, I'm I'm. This is like what I'm hoping for deep down. <laughs> I mean." I am hoping that this does happen, that these criminals get... I don't see a lot of Bible for that ever happening. That's the problem. I don't see how, okay, we're going to like really get on a clean slate and, and we're going to sweep all these criminals that are going to be integral into bringing the New World Order into play. I don't see biblically how that's going to... I kind of could maybe see a scenario, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's speculation on my part. I'm not being dogmatic. I'm just putting the scenario out. In case it does happen, you've at least heard it from me. Not minded, but able-bodied. The law further states that this age limit uh, may continue. In other words, if you're 65 and you're able-bodied, you're part of the militia, allowing those who have declared them citizens of the United States to be subject under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. That's military justice. In other words, the elite civilians, including judges, ambassadors, and presidents, may now be arrested and tried for treason, and they also may be arrested by members of the Department of Justice or Homeland Security, not necessarily the military. You know who you are. We stated earlier that we thought these laws would begin to pass um, 
and that out would be revealed in March, and it apparently is being revealed in March, that there will be total mayhem in the news in March. We're going to find out what that means. Okay, so and after the next full moon, at the end of March, two full moons in January, none in February, two in March, the way would be clear for President Trump to begin to the arrests of these elites. Time will tell. See, this is what a lot of these, and again, I haven't reported a lot on this, but a lot of other news sources are out there saying, Trump's been playing 3D chess all along. Every time you think he's he's turning on you, he's really not. He's just, there's just all this legwork that has to be done because you've got you've got literal decades and decades and decades of this corrupt elite entrenching themselves in the government, and it's not just like you can go in there and root them out in a day. This whole first year in office has been purely to get to this point where he can finally start making these arrests. These seal indictments are part of it. I hope it's the case. I really do. Uh, but again, I'll believe it when I see it. And it is something, I think, to pray about, potentially. I mean, may the Lord's will be done, you know. I, but the way the other scenario is going is very, very bleak, you know. As already, over 10,000 sealed federal indictments have been issued demanding a reply to criminal activities. Now, it is illegal to seal a federal indictment, but they did it anyway. Whether the president... And why? Because they're subject to the UCMJ. And being subject to the UCMJ, those indictments may be sealed. Either way, the elite rat, Ben Rhodes, see if we can get to him. Persons can be tried by court-martial. That's right. It goes into, it's, a, it's an old ruling that discusses the fact that civilians may be tried, indeed, under martial, or under martial law. Here and, and this is a big tenet of what? I've been seen by these other people that have been saying Trump's been playing 3D chess just to get us to this point. They're saying that they're going to actually use military tribunals to try these criminal politicians who obviously aren't in the military. And because the only part that, that hasn't been corrupted is certain factions of our military that will actually try these cases fairly. The black robe devils that comprise most of the court system in America, in other words, will not and cannot be trusted. As Ben Rhodes, the elite rat Ben Rhodes, former Deputy National, Deputy National Security Advisor to the last president, has gathered together an alternate government made up of former Obama staff for when he thinks President Trump will be ousted. Ben Rhodes is very upset that the opium fields in Afghanistan are being burned and North Korea is about to unite with South Korea, el eliminating almost $1 trillion in drug trade that has, fund that has funded the Democratic Party for decades. Now that wouldn't surprise me one bit, that we've been guarding the opium in the poppy fields, we've been bringing the opium over here to make oxycodone, uh, oxycontin, all that stuff getting all these people addicted to it, and then when they can't afford it anymore, then they just go to heroin or fentanyl, and or fentanyl, which is even a hard, more hardcore version of, of heroin, or they're cutting half heroin, half fentanyl, which can kill you very easily because it's so much more powerful. It's all by design. All this stuff's being done by design to get people hooked on that garbage. <coughs> you and I, all the money we give doesn't amount to nothing compared to what they get from the drug trade. Yep, that wouldn't surprise me a Follow bit. Follow the money. $800 billion a year in opium from Afghanistan, $20 billion a year in narcotics from North Korea, and $200 billion a year in cocaine from Colombia. Wouldn't surprise so, me a bit. This is what's happening. 
Trump's opium war. U.S. begins bombing Taliban drug labs as new Afghan strategy takes hold. Okay, so here's Trump's opium war. U.S. begins bombing Taliban drug labs. Okay, that's a wonderful thing. I would give him credit for that. This is why this is so perplexing, what he's been doing this last week. It's, it's been out of step and out of character with what he's done for the most part. I'm not saying he's been perfect this last, you know, whatever year and three months he's been in office. I'm not saying he's been perfect. But for the most part, it's infinitely better than what we would have had with Hillary in there. Hitlery. Uh, and this is why this is so alarming, this, this 180 he's done. I, I just, I hope it's just to buy time. You know, or to appease them to get more time and make them feel all warm and fuzzy. I don't know. North Korea sends rare announcement to all Koreans calling for reunification. That eliminates $820 billion right there, and if we work with the South American countries rather than making them a pariah, then there's another $200 billion a year in drug trade that the Democrats do not have. Unbelievable, right? Further, the heavy oil we get from the Middle East... I'm not sure what they're trying to show there. Uh, further, the heavy oil that we get from the Middle East, which is very expensive to pump and refine, is about to be replaced by light crude oil from Russia, the United States, and yes, Cuba, through Romaya, thus cutting off the major supply of their money. Elimination of the funding of the Middle East for their oil will put a nail in the coffin to these regional conflicts. They're going to go away. Nobody wants these regional conflicts, and it'll cut off the illegal money going to these... I mean, I have heard multiple sources that are reporting from this viewpoint, saying, it's over, guys. Kick back. They're, this is just their death throes. They're, they're going down, and, and this is just all, you know, they're, they're trying anything they could do. But the problem is, is, then I see Trump yoking up with them. And it's like, whoa, why are you yoking up with them if they're in their death throes and you're getting ready to unseal these 12,000 sealed indictments and put them in Gitmo and take away their drug money and all this stuff? It's just a lot of contradictory behavior here. But there, there are multiple news sites out there putting out this exact narrative. And, I mean, they're so confident. They're like, it's a done deal. Don't worry about it. And it's like, eh, you know what? I'll believe it when I see it. Those who wish to destroy planet Earth, the elites, they have no more defense. Their money's gone. Those who wish to destroy this planet, not kidding, are not only losing their people, but their funding as well. That's right. Many of them are being arrested as we speak. That's a good thing, right? Thanks to Wiener and Human Aberdeen and their computer. In other words, Ben Rhodes and his alternate government. That's right. He has set up an alternate government, have committed high treason for planning the takedown of a standing president and the murder of 7 billion people. That man there is planning the murder of 7 billion people. If President Trump does not act swiftly, and I'm sure he will, but if President Trump does not act swiftly and decisively and with force, they will, as God has shown me. It's either this man and his alternate government or this man and the preservation of planet Earth. Now, what do you want? Please pray that President Trump can act decisively with force and can contain these traitors before they contain him. He needs to act, and he needs to put punks like that in order. We stand waiting and ready to assist the president in any way we can. Now, I, again, I'm not... <laughs> if he's getting ready to do that, I am very baffled and perplexed because he's got a strange way of showing it. 
Um, other than the whole buying time scenario that I brought up, that they've got something big on him and he's just trying to appease them and buy time and make them feel warm and fuzzy because these indictments are so near. I don't know. But that's all I have for today. I'm so far over time on this one that I hope I can even upload it. It's almost two hours and 40 minutes for this one part alone. So I apologize, but things just ran away from me. I've been going almost eight hours. So, uh, no, nine, I'm sorry. Yeah, almost nine hours straight. So uh, that's all I have for today. Go ahead and close us out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I thank you for letting us come together again, Lord. I don't know if this will be... The last audio I ever do, Lord, um, I pray your will be done, God, regarding all these matters. Uh, I pray for your divine intervention regarding everything that we have brought up today. I pray that you use this teaching and all the other previous teachings that I've done for your glory. I pray you use my listeners, the body of Christ, for your glory, Lord. Um, I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.